we trusted the Lord. And that was, you know, that's what we stood on were our biblical values of honoring God and serving people and enriching lives. And, and that's what we were about. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Drew Horner, Director of Impact and Innovation. Well, today I am really excited. Uh, There has been somebody that has impacted my life through Premier Designs and just been a solid leader uh, in the heartbeat of who we are at Premier. She's been in Premier for 32 years. To give you an idea of that, Premier Designs just celebrated its 33rd year of business this past November. So she's seen Premier Designs through the ups and downs. She knows the seasons of life. She knows how your business can operate through whatever's coming your way. She is a reigning Premier Princess for us. That means she understands the heartbeat of who we are. She's a servant leader that lives out Premier's philosophy and purpose of enriching every life that we touch. She's, her and her husband, Ron, are just now moving to Nashville. Please welcome with me, Dana Grimes. Dana, how's it going? Oh, great. Thanks, Drew. That was sweet. Thank you. <laughs> well, you, uh, you've definitely been one of the most uh, influential leaders that I've seen in Premier. Um, I know you have a heartbeat for, for turning and, and serving people and helping other people become leaders themselves. Um, so I'm just really amped about this episode and uh, being able to just kind of hopefully other people get to have uh, to hear you, hear your heart and hear the impact that you've had on me and get to kind of have that same influence on them through this. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know you a little bit, a little bit better. Well, I'm thrilled that you have taken on this challenge to do these podcasts. These are going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun experience for us. It's a, it's another way um, for us to kind of spread uh, the purpose of who we are, what we're doing, and just the opportunity that people have in, inside of the business of Premier and also the the community of it. So it'll be good. So so let's get started with this. Let's let's talk a little bit about you. I, I want people to kind of get to know you a little bit more. Um, I know you're just moving to Nashville. I kind of know a little bit about your backstory, but kind of give a little bit here uh, about really, you know, 32 years back of why you joined Premier in the first place. Well, um, I was living in Texas and had just moved to West Palm Beach. My husband started a new job there. We just both gotten out of graduate school and I was looking for something to do and had come back to Texas, to Dallas to do a gift show because I did gift shows um, at market and on seasonally. And, um, Met up with some of my old friends and just heard about Premiere and saw the excitement. And, you know, this was in the 80s. And, I mean, the jewelry was big, bold, and beautiful and gold, lots of gold. Um, And so um, I was just excited about the fact that they were excited. And then when I heard about the opportunity and how it worked, um, that was awesome. I mean, just the ability to, you know... um, create income and work my, work my own schedule. My husband was basically off four months out of the year because he was a professor. And, um, and then the other thing that was huge to me uh, that uh, I knew I could trust Premier was because the people that I trusted, trusted Andy and Joan. And that was a big deal to me. And, um, and so their belief was huge. And then I love the philosophy, purpose, and plan. It was something that aligned with my personal values. And then the fact that they wanted to support ministries was just, that was really the foundation. I mean, that, you know, that held everything else together for me. And so I dove in, started out doing a training show by myself. You know, we didn't 
I mean, boy, I was 24 hours away from my sponsor. So we were all poor. <laughs> and so we just did it on our own. So I listened to my cassette tapes and got started. Oh, that ages me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's good. So that's cool. You, you, you joined because of the relationships that you had already, it sounds like. Like Pauline Myers, your, your upline, is it, was she your original sponsor? She is. She was not my original sponsor, but all of us, the Drapers, the Myers, um, the other couple that signed me up, and, and the Fosters even, we all went to church together. And so we were actually met the Myers, and this was before premiere. I met them in my parents' dining room because my parents led the young married couples and you know we at their church at the church and we were all there together and and so that's how i actually met them but that was before premiere and so um yeah so we had we had started life early together and continue it to the till today yeah mm-hmm. that's really cool so okay let's let, i'm gonna ask you a few questions that just just forgive me and the audience knows i i haven't prepped her on on some of these questions that i just thought of i remember in in about 1990 and I want to talk the kind of the history of Premier and what you've seen inside of our company. Um, uh-huh. There was a there was kind of a split about 1989, 1990, uh, and I know kind of. And then we got we started growing kind of in the late 90s, and, and then we hit kind of the 2000s and all these different decades. Can you can you give us kind of a rundown of what that looked like from your perspective in the field? Kind of what was uh, kind of around that time frame? What was going on? Like your perspective and around kind of those big pivotal moments inside of Premier's history? Well, this other couple that was involved in Premier were more seen. They were out and about in the field a lot. Uh, but your grandfather was the one I trusted always. Your grandparents were the people that I looked to uh, as a lo- along with the, you know, the Drapers and the Myers and, you know, some other people. Um, and I had just moved to North Carolina. Uh, we had moved up there you know, I know it was a difficult time. I got contacted by the other company um, and I said, no, I have no interest in going anywhere else. And I just kind of stayed quiet and, you know, kind of under the radar. And it was really, I know it was a hard time um, for a lot of people, but it was such a cleansing time, just kind of of the company. I mean, I don't know. It just really uh, clarified who we were, what we were about. And we were moving on together. I didn't have a big downline then. I had a downline. Fortunately, I was a long way from everybody. So there wasn't a lot of influence on my organization by anyone else other than me and my upline. So we trusted the Lord. And that was, you know, that's what we stood on were our biblical values of honoring God and serving people and enriching lives. And, and that's what we were about. I knew I could live with that. I never thought about leaving or changing or that anything was going to happen, you know, I didn't think the company was going to fall apart. It was really, it was just really a good thing. And sometimes I think we look at difficult situations and circumstances that we're in and we think the worst. And, but if we know what we believe and why we believe it, then we can move ahead because we're not in control. And that's a good thing. You know, God's in control. And the other thing is, this is God's company. We're always about honoring the Lord in everything that we do and coming along and serving and undergirding people around the world and people in the business, you know, not just the ministries, but the people in the field. And I've seen that practice and walked out personally. And so a testimony is a good thing. You know, when you see lives of people uh, and it, 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 it creates belief. Yeah. 
That is so true. Creates belief. The um the things that are just phenomenal to, to hear kind of through there, especially for me. I'm, I've grown up in Premier Designs my entire life, uh, and so I've seen the the community. I've been a part of it. I've I've been impacted by by yourself, by the Drapers and the Myers, and um, and I look around and I look at kind of our current leaders now too, the ones that are rising up and what we're kind of seeing um, kind of come to fruition. It's like this fruit of what God's been doing uh, for the past. 33 years in premiere through those struggles that we kind of touched based on there. And, um, but you said it best, a testimony is a good thing. Uh, and it's just the steadfast steadfastness of what, um, the consistency of what Christ has done inside of premiere. Um, you, you trusted the Lord, you trusted through Annie and Joan and the leadership. Uh, I thought that was, that's just phenomenal, um, to hear that, especially for me, cause I've been impacted directly, um, by this company and by the people involved. And so, yeah, you're, that's absolutely true. So if we look at, we look at what uh, premier has gone through and we look at where we are now, what types of transitions are we seeing? Like from when you originally joined premier, uh, you know, early eighties, we kind of, you already touched base on it already about the jewelry to now, like, uh, what is the biggest difference that you've seen in your business or in Premier's life or what's happened over the past 32 years that you could point to and be like, hey, this was a pivotal time in my Premier business and what I've experienced. I know people look for um, this big thing to happen. And when this happens, then I'll be here. Or when that happens, then I'll get to do this. And I found that it's the little things and the daily disciplines that make the big things happen and the turning points possible in your business. So if we're not doing the daily activities and the little things and being consistent and faithful and having the right attitude, then the big things aren't going to happen. And I know that some pivotal points in my career were going to rally right off the bat. I mean, it wasn't easy. We had four rallies a year. I had to fly to all of them because of where I lived. and. Um, and so, you know, it was, it was important because I actually got to see the values lived out. The second, <laughs> I should tell you the story, the second turning point in my personal business was I was kind of irritated once because my jewelry hadn't been uh, shipped out. And I thought, well, why not go to the top? So I called Andy and he said, um, okay. He goes, well, don't you tell anybody, but I'm going to go pack your order. And um, that was very humbling to me, but it also taught me a lesson that the most important job is meeting the needs of other, not others, not just real needs, but perceived needs. Now, did I need that patch by him right then? No, you know, but he met the need that I felt like I needed. Does that make sense? So, you know, it was just such a huge example of what servanthood was about. And um, everyone can serve. It's not about your position or your title, you know, but anyone can serve. And boy, did uh, you know, I was a little embarrassed after that. But anyway, it was, it was a big lesson to me, like, don't complain. But it was also a great lesson to me that do whatever it takes. Yeah, do whatever it takes. That's funny that the, it reminds me, the, the, the chief servant officer of, of Andy Joan, or Andy and Joan, they, they changed their titles to that. And so it's kind of cool to see. Um, to hear those types of stories. That's the, and the, for me personally, like that's what I've seen, um, like in, in our company uh, and what we've seen inside, like in ours is in you and mine and, and our, in the community of Premier. Uh, he talks about that reverse pyramid, you know, how it's the, of, of the org chart, essentially. The, 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 the CEO is a, actually the chief servant officer on the bottom of the pyramid and then above that, 
Um, we have our managers and above that we have our, our associates in the house and above that we have our field and then above that you have your your hostesses or your customers or your gym members now you know um, and so it's that reverse pyramid of an org chart as the idea of a of a servant leadership model inside of premier so it's really cool to kind of hear that and, and let you kind of speak on to the experience of what that's been true and you know and i know that when i became three diamond that was another pivotal point that i was struck by the magnitude of my responsibility as a leader to serve the whole company not just my downline and that's when i realized that a promotion is not a reward it's a responsibility you know it's um i think you and i both are real big fans of on-trade leadership but one thing that the ramsey uh, organization is doing right now for the next year is their their motto is to be fan of their fans become fans of their fans and you know what premier's been doing that for 33 years and you know we make our customers we we become fans of our customers in serving them but that's because your grandfather and his mother before him and who knows who else in your family lineage uh, set that into motion you know and now we've all benefited from it and we're you know being able to bless people around the world yeah, that's so, it's so cool to hear that too. I mean, be fans of your fans. I actually heard their podcast. Somebody said that on their podcast the other day and I was listening and I was like, that's so cool. It's so true. I love it. I love that motto. And and in the a promotion is not a reward. It is a responsibility. Uh, and it's cool to see that. I, I've kind of experienced that here lately in my life as well. It's like I'm starting to experience um, you know, corporate leadership and also leadership in our field. And I see like if you have a selfless attitude, inside of your leadership, it's like you realize the responsibility and the impact that you can have on a another, on another human being. As we move in this, let, let, let's kind of, let's talk about uh, Premier, um, just the style of Premier's product and who we are. We, we've touched about our community and, and people kind of get to see our heartbeat and understand who we are. And the more they get plugged in um, to even going to premierdesigns.com or just kind of following us on Instagram and, and seeing those things, they'll get to kind of hear our heartbeat a little bit. But Talk about the jewelry. Uh, you've always been such a fashionable lady, uh, and people can see that. It's honestly, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It, it radiance, like more than just you just being trendy and on style, just the joy of what you have in your life, it shines through as well. So if we look at the jewelry, you actually said something earlier back in the 80s. What do you, you say? It's, I said it was big, bold, and beautiful. And beautiful. <laughs> Yes, I like it. I like it. That's a um, soap opera. That's the name of the soap opera. <laughs> Big, bold, and beautiful. Oh, is it really? Yeah, but that's what premiere. I mean, you know, and you know, in Texas, everything's big. I, I tell people, I go, you know, the houses are big, the cars are big, the hair's big, the jewelry's big. I mean, you know, uh, everything's big, and and that was our style, um, and. I lived in South Florida, and it wasn't quite the same style, but I, I wore it proudly. I loved it. <laughs> That's really funny. My uh, my fiance is from Florida, and so the style is a is a very different. She's got she's changed my style quite a bit. So just even today, there's still some different trends from Texas to parts of Florida and even New York. It's really fun to kind of experience that, but. For so for you in particular, what have you seen? Kind of what is it nowadays? Like what are you seeing on in Premier's pieces? Like touch base on kind of what you like about it and why you why you like it so trendy, or you know maybe some tips on how people can keep it trendy inside of our pieces. Right. Well, I mean, I think our design team outdoes themselves every season. I mean, every time a new as we have now capsules are coming out. I mean, they're ahead of the trends, and that's what you want in a design team. 
you know, to be the leader. I think we have a very forward-thinking design team. And not only are they forward-thinking and creative, but they take into consideration the customer and the suggestions of the jewelers. And, you know, it's like we had the jewelry selection committee for many years. And, you know, it was so gracious of, of Joan to bring jewelers from around the country in and to pick out the jewelry. And I got to be a part of one of those collections uh, one year. And uh, that was really fun. But I love the way Korean manufacturing is set up where, hey, come give us feedback. Come give us suggestions. We want to know what you want, what your customer wants. And so I, I love that. I do love this capsule. I mean, you know, we've gone from having massive amounts of jewelry to, you know, these collections, which really, you know, you think about the millennial and those in the next generation, they're not about having a lot of stuff, but they want things that are meaningful and come together and work together. And, and that's why what I love about our engravable line. I mean, you know, those are meaningful pieces. And I think we're just right on trend where we need to be. And, you know, if there's a jeweler out there that hasn't figured out how to quite market the engravables, it's going to come. You know, don't um, don't give it up. Don't overlook it. You know, just work with it. We're going to make that whole engravable collection a whole market in itself. You know, it's, it's timeless too, you know. And so, um, and you know, the other thing I love about not only our jewelry and our design team and, and just the quality, oh my goodness, and just the detail um, and how they think through it. And I love the way that they're explaining why they've come up with collections that they do. Gretchen's done such a great job and Peggy leading that. But also I love the transparency of the process of, of how our jewelry is created and manufactured. And I think that matters to our culture today too. You know, how responsible Premier is with its resources, how to invest in the community with jobs, you know, how we are providing quality and unique style and affordability for every woman, you know, not just the ones who can afford a lot. It's, we've got something for everybody. And it goes back to our, our hostess program. I mean, like anybody can get this jewelry. We made it available for every woman. And I love that they like the jewelry when they look at it and they see it for the first time, but they love it when they get it when they actually receive their order. And that says to me, we're, we're spot on. We're not everything to everybody. You know, they can, they can mix their fine jewelry with our jewelry. It's going to look awesome. That's so cool. That's, that's so true. Uh, the, the cool thing about like, kind of touch base, my own experience in this, I, I actually talked with Gretchen, um, Gretchen Julius over at uh, our design team. And this is about a year ago, but she said one of the coolest things and the benefits that we have inside of being in with premier is that, with the, the, any type of jewelry comes through uh, and tours the design center or sees how it's made, like you're talking about the transparency that's there, um, they take feedback. And they like take little handwritten notes from people saying, hey, make this piece, if this piece came in sterling silver or if this was gold or if you guys could make this size bigger, or maybe this would be a cool necklace. Like you're right, it's really cool. The, the cohesiveness that they have, not only within their own team, that Pegs and Gretchen and the other team over at Design Team over there, um, but also with the cohesiveness that they have with their the field and the customers and the feedback there. It's, it's been awesome. I think that is what um, particularly speaks to the quality um, that you're talking about. Uh, being able to provide um, almost exactly what the customers are asking for, which is which is really cool. I'd love to be able to, to touch base on something that's really important to me. 
you and I have talked about this a lot. We even talked about this a little bit before we started doing the podcast. Um, but community. Um, and I know we talked about the culture of Premiere a little bit. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the importance of, of relationships, uh, of the people around you, um, and how people are, are honestly, we're designed for community. Um, what do you see, what do you see inside of Premiere and what can people see? Like if, if you were going to tell somebody, Hey, if you don't want to join Premiere because of, uh, the, you don't like the jewelry or you, whatever it may be, any reason, what, what about somebody joining the company or joining inside of who we are, um, because of the people that are inside of, of Premiere and the community of support that they could have and be a part of? Oh my goodness. One of the things you had asked me was, um, how has my life changed? I don't think it's because I joined in 1987, and I don't think it's any different now as far as the impact that Premier can make. I needed friends, and so I learned how to be a friend because of Premier, and I wanted relationships, and I learned how to develop them, and I needed to give, and I learned how to serve in Premier, and I wanted financial independence, and I was given an opportunity to create it, and most of all, I've had a strong relationship with the Lord. I've been in incredible churches. I grew up in a family of believers. I was able to develop and have been able to develop a deeper relationship with the Lord because Premier's taught me how to rely on Him. And, you know, it's, it's made such an impact because of the people. And, you know, people have poured into me and that's allowed me to pour into other people. I've become more resourceful. I'm more balanced in my life. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm a better friend. And I'm a better follower of Christ because of the premier community. You know, I've been mentored by my upline. I mean, I have a sisterhood with my sideline and I have a love for my downline. It's all because of the community that we have built. And, you know, I know that we're in a culture now that thinks we're connected, but we probably are not as connected as we need to be. And so we've got to look for opportunities to um, be face-to-face with people as much as possible. There's a couple of things that I think we need to do to succeed and, you know, in life and in and with others. And I think one is we've got to be present. We have so many distractions. And it's so funny because I was reading something from your grandmother that she's talked about, you know, no emails and no phone calls during meals. That's really important that Premier cared about my personal life so that I could be better in my professional life. One thing is we've got to be, you know, we've got to be present. We've got to be where we are today. You know, we've got to plan for the future, but we've got to be present now because God's teaching us lessons and time flies. And if we don't learn it now, we're going to have to learn it later. And he's preparing us for the next step in our life. And the way that we do that is in community. You know, someone said that you're a letter and we join with other letters to be a message. And I think that's the beauty of how Premier is structured. You know, we get to join with other people to make a bigger impact. A lot of the churches are going, you know, really stressing small groups and life groups right now. And that's what our Premier families are. You know, we exist to make each other better. Just the way we navigate. When we're in community, we navigate our business better. We navigate our marriage better. We navigate our children, you know, issues maybe we have with our children. We navigate our upline and our downline. I mean, we navigate everything in life so much better if we're in community. Um, and, you know, I think I, I shared this with you that, you know, I am so thankful for the premier community because of 
you know, stages in my life, my personal life, it wasn't my business life, it was my personal life, you know, where the premier community came and, and ministered to me when I was navigating a divorce that's pretty difficult and it included two years of ongoing court dates, never knowing when I was going to have to show up. And, you know, I was encouraged emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially by my premier family. And it made me come out so much better because of their coming around. And we have opportunities to do that. And I don't like to talk about body parts, but we've got to get our eye out of our, looking at our belly button and, you know, go out and see how we can meet needs because that is the, that is the number one way to get out of a funk is to go bless somebody else that we don't benefit from. To, to give time, money, whatever it may be, uh, with, ex- with zero expectation of anything in return. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, quit looking at what's going on in your own life and go out and make a difference in somebody else's life. I mean, we are so blessed. Somebody out there would love to change places with you. So, you know, a grateful heart is huge. And, you know, it's, it comes in community. It doesn't come in isolation. That is so true. I, I think uh, you said something early in that. You said the, your life changed through all the, th- all the things that you touched base on because of the impact uh, of the people um, on you, uh, which is really cool. And, and uh, I've always been encouraged through Premier, and I've always had great leadership around me, and, and like you're one of them. And um, I've seen the examples of, of just uh, solid, selfless people um, willing to, you know, for example, of, of a story of another jeweler, she, you know, she hand wrote her own check, like she wrote her own check to another jeweler to help her pay for her car payment so that she could afford to put food on the table for her kid. And it's just like, like, it's unbelievable to think about those things. Um, and so, yeah, I, I know, you know, a little bit about your background and, and, and seeing kind of what Premier's done and just hearing what you've done in, or what Premier's been a part of in your family, in your life. Um, and just, it's been really cool to see. I, I honestly, I, I tell my friends about what I'm doing and, you know, they don't get it. Like they don't understand it. Uh, for example, my, my fiance, when I first started dating her, like I tell her, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is who we are. Like, I'm not just over here trying to build a business. Like we're trying to impact people. Right. And she was like, she literally told me this. She goes, she, and she was supportive and encouraging, but that was, you know, we started dating about six months into it. She comes to regional rally, regional kickoff. Um, the first one this past year over here at the home office and she, you know, I was up there and I was speaking and doing some things and I was around the team and we get done, like I get down there and she is smiling like crazy. Like she's like just lit and I'm just like, all right, so I'm focused. And then afterwards I'm talking to her and she goes, she goes, Drew, she goes, I get it. And I was like, and, uh, and I think, uh, like when, when I hear those types of stories, I think I realize the impact that not only are we having on people are like, you know, that we don't necessarily hear from or what's happening, but you know, even on my fiance, like she comes, she's like, I want to be in this. And, uh, I love it. I think it's, it's phenomenal. And so to kind of touch base, even what you did, you, you said that the first thing you did, you showed up a rally right off the bat, like right when you joined. Mm-hmm. And so I think diving in, you may not think that there's an impact in what's going to happen to change somebody's lives, but being face to face with somebody or being, you know, in the moment, like you have to experience it to understand what we're talking about. Um, and so that's kind of what we, 
you know, what we want to do here is we don't want to just try to sell jewelry. That's not what we're trying to do. You know, we want people to realize that they're loved, that they're cared for, that they have an identity and that there's people around them that can pour into them and help them and make them a better person, just like you've experienced inside of what Premier's done for you, um, which I think is just phenomenal. Well, and you know, it's impacted Kristen, but you know what? That's going to impact her family and the people she works with. And sometimes people may not understand what we're doing, but they, they, they feel it. My whole family's been in premiere at one point or another. I have three brothers and my parents and everybody. We kept, they kind of went through it, you know. But, you know, outside of that, they've all been impacted. My cousins have been impacted. My aunts and uncles have been impacted because of premiere. And so, you know, that's the thing about it. It, it does more than just affect us. And something that you talked about being a jewelry, the jewelry's always just been a vehicle to make a difference in people's lives. I think that we can understand how to clarify what we do and find needs that we can meet in people because that's what we do. We, we solve a problem for people. It's not that everybody gets it. It's not that everybody joins us. It's not that everybody um, understands us because most of the time when we're sharing premiere with somebody, they just, like you said, like Kristen, she just didn't understand it until she experienced it. You know, I think we've got to give grace to people to, digest the information and you know we've got to come along people you know and aside people and help them understand and be a part of it if it's a need that premier can meet in their life and not be upset if it's if it's not because it's not for it's not for all people this is one thing that i think that we shouldn't let someone else's misunderstanding of what we do affect our income it's okay if people don't understand it you know our job is to share it and see if it solves a problem or meets a need um, in their life. And that's okay. And if it doesn't, we're still friends with them. You know, that's the one thing that, you know, the Drapers always have always done so well is they love people in and out of Premier. They've shown me a lot on how just to encourage people, regardless of whether they're a part of your team or not a part of your team. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's 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 really good. The Drapers have, have done such a great job in, in leading that with um, impacting relationships rather than trying to sell people a piece of jewelry, which is phenomenal. Um, well, as we kind of close this out, Dana, uh, there are five questions that I think I've given you already. It's been a pretty phenomenal um, podcast, honestly, just kind of getting to share the heartbeat of what we're doing. And um, you even brought out some emotion in me, which is <laughs> pretty pretty unreal to think. Um, but there's five questions that we have, and we're going to do it for every podcast. Um, we did one uh, we've done it with other ones in the past here already, but I, I think uh, the goal of this is we're asked these five questions in under 60 seconds. Okay. So can you do that? I can. Okay, okay. All right. Well, here we go. I'm going to give you a countdown. I'm going to go three, two, one, and we'll ask the first one. So here we go. Three, two, one. What is your favorite piece of jewelry? Glowing. How do you drink your coffee? With cream. What time do you wake up each day? Six o'clock. What is one thing you do that gives you energy? Dang. Um, I walk around my neighborhood. It's hilly. We live on a mountain. Oh, that's cool. Uh, all right. Last one. What's one place to travel on your bucket list? Mm, my husband's taking me a lot of great places I wanted to go. But you know what? Recently, I've had a desire to go to Israel. So maybe we'll make that happen. Oh, wow. Well, that'd be phenomenal. I got to go to Israel uh, a couple years back. It's one of the best trips I've ever been on. So definitely make uh -huh. that trip if you can. Uh-huh. 
But, well, thank you, Dana, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been an incredible story of yours to hear in premiere and the encouragement that you've given our field um, and also just the encouragement that you always give to me uh, and the advice that we're able to, uh, that I'm able to just hear from you and, and leading premiere and be an example for us in the future. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space podcast.